want to know how I come up with what I say in these podcasts. And they are like, do you plan out ahead of time, Mandy? And yeah, I try to. I try to think about what's going on, what I'm seeing, what evidence I have, and and how I can best present it so that uh, you listeners can uh, learn and be able to uh, stop your own traffickers that you find. Um, but most often, I uh, <laughs> what I sit down to say is not what comes out. Now, I've told you before that I believe in God and he is directing me whether the traffickers like that or not. And nine times out of ten, what I say is not at all what I thought I would say because God is watching and he is over this. So I thought that this next episode would kind of be boring, actually. I was sitting there thinking nobody's going to want to listen to it because it's just going to be more of the, well, you know, Charles Piper hates me and Ed Rowe is a monster and Annie Nielsen Rott is a cult sycophant who has to follow them in order to have her own identity. Yeah, boring, right? Okay. Uh, (laughs) Until the raid that happened today at our house. So, now that I have your attention, because our day was anything but boring, let's go over a few things. First of all, they raided our house at the beginning of September. Remember that? Yep. The video was posted on my Common Sense Therapy page, and it has over 700 views and still going. Because people don't like when police officers, law enforcement, said, ha ha, um, break the law to violate the rights of innocent citizens. Uh, So they... With that other raid, they threw a printed out piece of paper to me and my husband claiming that it was a warrant to enter our house under any circumstances and do whatever they wanted to. Unfortunately for them, uh, they didn't find anything. So they have been trying to figure out how they can still get to me because they still want Uh, Lindsay's daughter. They still want to uh, traffic her and they're still willing to do anything they can to get her and traffic her as shown by their actions today. So the I don't know if they're police or not legitimately. I told you in the last podcast have been showing up to our doorstep and calling me relentlessly. It's called police brutality and harassment and it is against the law, but they don't care. And I have given them many, many warnings and Allie Cohen has given them many, many warnings telling them that they need to knock it off. Well, the Utah County Sheriff today Uh, He showed up to our door and sat there again, knocking on our door relentlessly, and then stopped. And a half hour later, and that's important, because my daughter went to go leave for work. And as soon as she went to get in her car, the police blocked her in and wouldn't let her out. Now, my daughter is... um, 19 years old 
Uh, she just turned 20. Sorry. She's 20 years old. She has done nothing wrong ever in her life. The police have no reason to block her in and proceed to question her relentlessly and make her late for work. She's done nothing, but they didn't care. So they, when I say the 30 minutes is important, it means that they knocked on the door and then they went and waited. They were stalking our house in order to make sure that they could get us one way or another. Um, when I came out because they were threatening to break down my door and, you know, in all honesty, I knew that they would do it and then we would be left with the cost of it. I went out to talk to them. My daughter tried to back out to get to work and accidentally hit the one guy's truck. And he looked at me and he said, that's what happens when you let it escalate. Uh, what? When you attack my family and my daughter's trying to go to work because she's done nothing wrong and you've boxed her in, it's our fault that your precious little truck got hit. I don't think so. I th and I told him so. I said, that's what happens when you make it escalate, not us. We have not done anything here. Now, he proceeded to push himself into uh, my house and threaten the entire time. Every time he would say, we have a warrant. I will give you the time to read it if you come out. I came out. He did not give me the time to read it. And he said, well, you aren't following what I'm saying. So that gives me the right to push a little bit farther. Way our dogs were in their way and they kept demanding that we put our dogs away. And my daughter said, I can't put them away when you're standing in the doorway. They won't leave while you're there. And he said, well, this wouldn't have happened if you would have put them away when we told you to. So you're seeing this pattern of uh, we're right, you're wrong, and we're going to get what we want no matter what. Now, why in the world would they come and raid our house and pretend that they've got another warrant that was signed by the judge, which it wasn't, and I'm going to post pictures on my Common Sense Therapy page of the first warrant, and I use that term just because that's what they used, uh, versus the second warrant, and then my daughter had to go into the court today for an unrelated uh thing and she got an order from a judge that's legal and actually signed and stamped by the judge and I'm going to put that next to it as a comparison so that you can see the three because none of this has been legally signed by any judge. None of this has been legally made by any judge or any court or any non-justice system. So when they uh, were accosting my daughter for no reason, they called me up on the phone. And the first thing they said was, Amanda. And I said, who is this? Amanda, is this Amanda? I said, who is this? This is blah, 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 blah with the Utah County Sheriff's Office. Is this Amanda? I said, what do you want? And that's when he 
proceeded to say that he had the right to bust into my house and he was going to do it if I didn't come out immediately to read the warrant. Um, <clears throat> when they manhandled their way in, this time they let me record it. Uh, I have the recording. My daughter has the recording. So we have plenty of recording, plenty of pictures of these people. But all of a sudden, they started calling me Mandy. Now, Mandy is my nickname. It is not my formal name. And they should not know my nickname. I've never met any of these people before. I had never seen them. I have never spoken to them. And this was not uh, friends coming over to hang out. These were police officers supposedly sent to serve an arrest warrant. They should have my formal and full name and they should use that. They should not know that I have a nickname. They also knew my daughter in the driveway. They said, aren't you Kylie? And when they went and uh, found uh, Lindsay's two, uh, three-year-old, sorry, Lindsay's three-year-old with my other daughter, they mentioned her by name too. They said, Caitlin, come here. So they knew all of us by first name and by what we looked like. Now, we don't go around breaking the law. We don't have mug shots all over the place. In fact, I haven't had a speeding ticket or a traffic violation in like 35 years. So how in the world are they so friendly with us? How do they know our first names? And that's the only way that they address us, right? Okay, there were also a few things. So we had six, six police officers in our house. Uh, I don't know why, but we did because, you know, we are dangerous. Oh my word. We are getting up. I mean, when I wasn't coming straight out, I told the officer, it was because I was in my pajamas and I was trying to get dressed. And he said, I don't care if you're in your pajamas, I'll knock your door down anyway. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. So, um, we had one female, apparently uh, she was supposed to try and, you know, talk us down when we got out of control. Um, and she walked downstairs with the guy who seemed to be in charge and she looked at him and she said, so what do you want to do here about this situation? Uh, what? I thought that you guys were here to serve an arrest warrant. Isn't that what you want to do about the situation? So why is she asking him, what do you want to do? Uh, they put Lindsay in handcuffs and she said, what are you doing? And they said, we are here to retrieve your minor child. And she said, are you arresting me? And they said, no. And she said, well, then why am I in handcuffs? Fine, we're arresting you. And she said, well, then why aren't you reading me my rights? Fine, we'll read you your rights. You have the right to remain. And that's exactly what it sounded like. They did not read her her rights. So we get them uh, traumatizing the minor child, ignoring everything that we're saying. Every time we tried to talk to them, they said, you're not listening to us. I said, you're not listening to us. So, uh, you know, 
I don't see how you can sit there and claim you know what's going on. And when I told them that all of this was illegal, they said, take that up with the judge. Take that up with the judge. I have. And he is on your side. So he's ignoring it. And you guys are paid off, too. So you're ignoring it. Uh, when they were finally taking the minor child out of the house, crying and screaming and sobbing to death, I said, her dad is a hum known human trafficker. And I informed them that this is what he is going to do. I said, this is so that he can take his daughter. And this is how he's going to traffic her. And I said exactly what steps he was going to take. Now, as soon as I said that, if that were you, put yourself in those uh, policemen's shoes, all six of them, and you are looking at this child who is screaming for her life to not be taken away from the safe place that she is in. And the person that you are supposedly talking to is telling you exactly what is going to happen to this girl if you remove her from the house and you say, She's going to be trafficked, and this is how it's going to go down. Wouldn't you be a little bit surprised? Wouldn't you look at her and say, what? What are you talking about? Or ask for details or say, how do you know? Or anything like that. I would if somebody told me that somebody I was removing was going to be trafficked, I would be like, really? What? Because, you know, all of this is legally supposed to be in the best interest of the child. And so if it's not in the best interest of the child to hand her over to the traffickers, then I would want to know that. In fact, my one daughter was yelling at them saying we would rather she be put in foster care than turned over to her trafficking dad. And they ignored that. I mean, put the child in foster care. Let them do an evaluation on the situation. We've asked the judge like 10 times to do an evaluation on both sides of it. And he refuses. So I would think you would be a little bit shocked if you were being given that information. The look on their face was, how do you know? How do you know that? You're not supposed to know that. And then they all proceeded to look up at the ceiling so they didn't have to make eye contact with me. It was ridiculously embarrassing for them because I just called them out and they knew it. Here's the other questionable thing about it. Every time I tried to say something to these lovely law enforcement people who were claiming that they were just there trying to do their job and that there was no reason for this situation to have got this far, I agree, there wasn't. Um, every time I tried to say something, they came back with, this does not concern you, so you need to stop talking or we're going to charge you. 
This does not concern me. My response was, you broke into my house. You're in my house. So this concerns me. And they kept saying, no, it does not. You have nothing to do with this custody issue. Then why are you in my house if I have nothing to do with this? You made me a part of it the second that you entered my house. Now, what that says to me, which was very, very interesting, is that it's just like when I got kicked out of court. They didn't want to deal with me. They had all of these supposed reasons to have me arrested. And this time they just pretended that, tried to pretend that I wasn't even there. Uh, they didn't want to arrest Lindsay, even though they claimed that there's a massive arrest warrants out for her, all illegal, by the way. And so the only purpose of this was not to do justice and was not in the best interest of the child. It was to remove the minor child from protection. So many laws have been broken in this that it's ridiculous. And while you're listening to this, if you are as appalled by all of this ridiculous illegality that uh, is letting the justice system side with traffickers, then you can call up the Utah County Attorney General's office and file a complaint. Uh, my lawyer said you should have because the police stalking you, harassing you, threatening you uh, is supposed to be against the law. I said, I'm aware. And he said, well, you should have filed a complaint with the attorney general's office. I said, I did. I actually filed two complaints with the attorney general's office. Ah, and you can see that the Utah County attorney general's office is really paying attention, aren't they? Because this is still happening and they haven't done anything yet about it. So, you know, if you feel so inclined as to uh, call them and file a complaint and state that this is illegal and they should probably be doing their job and put their law enforcement under check and balances and make them actually follow the law, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to that. <laughs> but uh, that isn't our only recourse, and I'll get to that in just a second. So you have these uh, six law enforcement officers in my house telling me that this has absolutely nothing to do with me until I inform them that Derek is a human trafficker and he is in league with a with other human traffickers and they said where's your proof where's your proof I'm like what you want my proof? I said, I will take you down the street and let you talk to the other human traffickers that are my neighbors because it's lovely, right? Like, what do you mean, where's my proof? That's what you're asking me? So they turn, they won't make eye contact with me. And Lindsay is begging to be able to talk to her daughter before they cart her away. And they said, we will let you talk to her in the car. And I had, um, so the minor child, as soon as they came upstairs, was clinging to me. And I, I was holding her and I was trying to hand her over to Lindsay. And this cop in charge didn't like that I hadn't just, I guess, thrown her at her mom because he grabbed my arm so hard. He was... Uh, 
He didn't care if he broke it. It's got bruises all up the one side of it. And when I told him to knock it off, he said, I am trying to remove you. I'm like, I'm moving my arm just fine. Get out of my way. She won't let me. I am trying. No, that's not good enough. I get to manhandle you to show just who's big and important here. Yeah, I'm aware who's breaking the law. You don't have to prove it to me. So they whisk Lindsay and her daughter out the door and put her in the car and drive away. We don't get any information about her being arrested. This is where we're taking her. This is where we're taking the child. This is who you can contact. Nothing. They just take her away. Now, when I was talking to um, the liaison between us and the lawyer, he said, wow, that sounds like kidnapping. I said, yeah, to me too. It does to me too. The problem with that is, you know, their law enforcement. Not one of them was in uniform, by the way. They were all undercover. And um, I said, we need the lawyer on this right now. I asked the question, why did they raid our house at this time? So a couple of podcasts back, I informed you, the listeners, as well as the traffickers, because they like to troll my podcast, uh, that we had a top lawyer on our side. Now, before that time, I had also informed uh, the traffickers, as well as Allie had um, informed them, that if they stopped we wouldn't take their names public. We would at least give them the opportunity to save their reputation. Well, they didn't want to take that opportunity to save their reputation. They figured that we were full of it. They keep thinking, even though they keep being proven wrong, they keep thinking that everything I've been saying, everything that Allie's been saying, we're just blowing smoke. We don't know what we're talking about, and we're just making stuff up. Oh, really? Okay. So who called when Lindsay got put in jail? Oh, that was a pretty highfalutin lawyer, by the way. It wasn't some back alley know-nothing like Aaron Rawlings. It was one of the top lawyers of the state, like I said. That's just weird. Okay, so we are in this situation where every time I say something or Allie says something, uh, we get, oh, shut up or stop talking or you don't know or you don't have or this is fake or, you know, I I have to laugh because... Um, when Ed Rowe said what he had done in all of those meetings, in that meeting with me, um, <laughs> he was right. The, that is what he did. And if I had this fake profile up there, then how come they won't let me post on it to say um, this is what happened? I had to post that on my Common Sense Therapy page to get it out there that it's not fake. It's real. You know, but tomato, tomato, right? I'm making stuff up. 
I'm not. I don't do that. I'm not lying. I don't do that either. When I say something, I mean it. And so if I say that we've got a lawyer and we're going to start working on pressing charges and we're going to take you to court and we are going to out you, I am not lying about that. Now, here's the big problem for all of these people. You put the life of a three-year-old child in the hands of traffickers. I am not okay with that. There is not one part of that that is acceptable. And you are, you cross the line. So these warnings, they're over. These chances, they're done. Here's the deal. When I told you and when Allie told you, uh, told the traffickers uh, that we would not uh, drag their name through the mud. And then uh, several, I don't know if it's several months ago. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, they had Cherry show up to inform me that the Pipkins were done with uh, the Morels, that they no longer were working with them. And I needed to respect that. So anything I did with the Morels had nothing to do with the Pipkins. Well, guess what? They made it to have everything to do with the Pipkins because they allowed that three-year-old girl to be taken. And right now she is with her abusive dad who we know and have the proof has abused her every time he's been around her. And his whole sole purpose is to sell her and get the money for her. And if they want to come back and say, I'm lying, let's just look at the one little thing that I kept saying that Derek and Lindsay were not divorced. It wasn't legal. And Derek's a polygamist. Well, the lawyer today went and looked and said, there's no divorce on record. And I said, ah, I've been saying that. And he's, uh, he said, well, you know, it's true. And I said, yeah, well, he's married. He got married to Juliet Peterson. Yes, the same Petersons that have their own human trafficking ring down in Arizona. Oh, isn't that interesting? Um, and he's a polygamist. And the lawyer said, well, that's not going to go well for him. I'm like, no, it's not. Because you cannot go before a judge pretending to be all about the law and demand that the judge give you all of the rights when all you've been doing is breaking the law. And we have the proof, by the way. We're not making it up. That CYA that I do, I always do. And I have all of the proof. So, I have no intention of separating the Morels and the Pipkins. And I have no intention of leaving Charles Piper out of it either because he has been working with the Pipkins. I watched the other day as the Pipkins and Charles Piper were trying out a new trafficking route to see if they could get away with it because they didn't like that I've been stopping their work because I, I knew their other route. So they were testing it. Well, I saw them test it. I have pictures of them testing it. So here's the deal. When I go to court <clears throat> and... 
I am going on criminal charges. I am suing all of these people. I am not going on the family charges. The family charges, we got the other lawyer involved in that, and we will be taking that to court also. We will be taking that to court, and with all of our uh, evidence, all of our depositions, ah, yes, the lawyer's going to take depositions, meaning she's actually going to do her job and go around and interview people and get their legal statements that are going to be read in court. I am curious how much Derek is going to be able to sit on the stand and say, well, I thought about my daughter and I wanted her with me. I refused to pay child support. I refused any visitation Lindsay offered me. I refused to follow the law whatsoever. Every time I didn't get my way, I tried to get the cops involved. I tried to have Lindsay arrested at church. I tried to have uh, my daughter stalked. I have pictures of when I had people stalking her. How much does he think that is going to go in his favor? It's not. So we've got this big, big lawyer on our side who is going to actually do their job. So here are the things that Michelle Morell, Derek Morell, Charles Pipkin, Rachel Pipkin, Charles Piper, Cherry Pipkin are not going to be able to get away with anymore. They are not going to be able to just throw out arrest warrants with zero evidence and no convictions because there's been no hearing. They aren't going to be able to have evidence that says that they didn't do what my evidence says they did. Because they haven't been getting evidence. All they've been doing is going around stalking, harassing, threatening, and breaking the law. I still have all of the evidence that I gathered when they killed our horse. I still have all of the evidence that I gathered when Derek's parents crossed state lines to stalk us and threaten us. I still have all of the evidence when the Utah County Sheriff climbed onto our business uh, illegally without a search warrant to try and spy on us. I have all of that. And it isn't going to be just Lindsay sitting in front of a judge that the traffickers have paid off trying to be heard. No, that isn't what's going to happen here. I will have my defense, my criminal defense lawyer and my evidence and all of my depositions and all of what I know and what I have been gathering and I am going to put all of that in front of the judge. So you can't use against me, well, Lindsay didn't let me see my daughter. That isn't going to be a defense that gets to be used because, like the policeman kindly said, that custody agreement has nothing to do with me, okay? But everything else does. And I am outing all of you. 
in court on record. I am doing it. So if the Pipkins didn't want to be part of this, then they shouldn't have let this illegal raid and kidnapping happen. They should have stopped it. And they knew it was coming because it got reported in Goshen. So if they think that that is what is going to stop me from talking, I told them before, the way that you get me from stopping is you stop. And they don't have the evidence to do anything against me. At most, at most, they can charge me with jaywalking. At most, they've got no proof of anything else because I haven't done anything else. So when Allie and I gave these warnings and told them, look, you guys need to stop, turn yourselves in, and we'll shut up and go away. We don't care. They should have listened. And when Cherry showed up and told me to uh, burn in hell and that they had nothing to do with Derek and his group, maybe Derek and his group should have listened. But I don't care about any of that because the traffickers and the cult leaders didn't listen. And so they get the consequences of their actions, which means that I am going to include all of them. I am not going to separate this. I don't care. You guys are all in this together, in my opinion. And I'm going to make sure that when I go before a judge with my lawyer, that all of you will be shown for who you are and what you are. So how does this help all the rest of you out there who are trying to do what's right and trying to stop traffickers? And I know this is awful. I hope that none of this is happening to the rest of you. I hope you're not getting into it in that way. I hope that the police around you have not been bought out and that you can call them for help. I do hope that. I hope that your judge and your judicial system, when you call up and file a complaint with your police department, that they actually investigate. Uh, the lawyer was asking me, did you do any meditation? I said, no, Derek and his lawyer wouldn't allow it. That's the very first step you're supposed to do. I said, there is abuse and we know it. We have it documented. We actually called up the Vernal City Police Department with evidence and said, please investigate this. And they refused to do so. You may say, well, Mandy, maybe it wasn't enough evidence. Oh, well, I happen to have evidence that uh, Charles Piper has <clears throat> relatives that practice law in Vernal. And I know of human trafficking rings in Vernal also. Huh. Weird, right? Because, oh, it's only here in Goshen and I'm making it up. No, it isn't. Utah cannot be second in the nation for human trafficking and have it only be in Goshen. And the human traffickers sitting there telling me to shut up and that I don't know what I'm talking about is not stopping the fact 
that there is human trafficking going on all over the state. It is going on everywhere. So I am hoping, I really am, that there are good legal people out there who are willing to listen to the average citizen say, I think that these people should be investigated. And they actually do their job and investigate, not just say, oh, I don't have jurisdiction over that. Um, yeah, you do, because the custody case was filed in Vernal. So yeah, you do. It doesn't matter where the minor child is staying at the time. If the custody case is filed in Vernal, you have the authority to do an investigation. But they didn't want to because Derek's part of them. And, you know, they don't want to go against one of their own, I guess. Anyway, if you are looking at this situation and saying, Mandy, I don't want to get that involved, you don't have to. I, like I said, I hope that this doesn't happen to other people out there. I know that it has, and I'm very sorry for those people because <laughs> it's not fun. But what can you do? You can call places. You, Like I said in the middle of this, you can call the Utah County Attorney General and say, I am aware of police brutality. I am aware of laws being broken, and I am filing a complaint as a concerned citizen. I am, you know, Warren Jeffs would not have got caught unless people turned him in. So people started calling in and saying, I've seen this man. I've seen him. He crossed state lines and people still, I've seen him. I've seen him. And it gave the police a chance to track him down. So it does matter for you to call up your local police department. Derek has broken laws in Salt Lake County, Utah County, Uinta County. His parents have broken laws over state lines from Nevada over to Utah. So have the Pipkins, actually. Uh, I told you, they have that huge trafficking location in uh, Nevada, and it crosses the loneliest highway of the world. That's what they call it. Um, and that is how they traffic people back and forth. They do it through U-Haul trailers. Ah, fun, huh? And the police don't stop them because the police are on the take. They are helping. So what you've got is if regular citizens call up these counties and say, I know that bad things have happened here. I have seen this. I know this. Also, Derek claims to be a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Well, guess what's illegal in the state of Utah? And guess what the LDS Church does not promote? Polygamy. So if you know Derek, call his bishop and say, hey, he's a polygamist. He should not be able to hide who he is and the abuse towards his uh, first wife and child just because he's lying to you, I know that he's not. So, you know, call his bishop and say, this is wrong and uh, look into it. The more people that we have calling and saying, this is wrong, please look into it. The more good legal people we have that will look into it. I am so very thankful for the lawyers that we have working with us at this point. 
Uh, they are good people that want to do good things. And <laughs> it was very, very refreshing to uh, every time I talk to these lawyers that they believe me, they look at my evidence, they know that what I'm saying is the truth and they want to stop it. So when I say we have top lawyers working for us, a big, oh, shut up, Mandy, on Facebook doesn't change the truth. That is what these people need to understand is that that is all Allie and I and the rest who are in our organization have ever done is spoken the truth. And that is why these traffickers and cult leaders are mad because they can't hide in the truth. They can't continue what they're doing in the truth. This entire raid was based in lies and once again was just a lie upon a lie upon a lie upon a lie. And everything that any of us said, they just railroaded right over and even when I told them, if you take this girl, you are aiding and abetting traffickers, they would not make eye contact with me. And Lindsay kept saying, listen to me, listen to me. You know, I've told you before, we are a mother state. Well, when has a mother state refused to listen to the mother? When traffickers are involved and when they're, the judge and the police are being bought off because they already know the truth, but that's not where the money is coming. So they don't want to listen to the truth. They have turned off their humanity and they don't care what their actions do to anybody.